0: Handshake Marketing Podcast. If you are new around here, the purpose of this podcast is to inform and discuss all things B2B digital marketing with some crossover to B2C. From content to SEO to social, we discuss industry trends, tips and tricks. This podcast is for both the newbie marketer, business owners, and the seasoned marketer. We're all doing this marketing thing together so we can all benefit from learning from each other. I'm Sarah, host and account manager at 21 Handshake. I'm Ashley, Account Manager at 21 Handshake.
1: My name is Alex. I'm in charge of Visual Content.
0: On our last episode, we discovered six questions to help your business discover your ideal buyer. To quickly recap, your ideal buyer is the large picture. It's the prospect that is already active in the buying journey. They face similar challenges and similar goals to your most valuable customers. They're also already in the market for a solution, which is perfect. Again, mm-hmm. ideal buyer. They're your ideal buyer. So to quickly recap what those questions were, of course, even better, go back and listen to the episode, which <laughs> we'll link in the show notes. Um, it was a great episode. We even did a bit of role-playing, kind of um, using a fictional character, a lumber, um Lumber manufacturer to through that scenario. yeah to walk through the scenario. I think that um, really helped put it all in our mind a little mm-hmm. bit better. So the six questions you should ask to find your ideal buyer is what size of company is a good fit or not a good fit for your product? How do you find company? How do you define company size by number of employees, revenue, customers, or another metric? Which industry verticals are ideal and not ideal? What use cases are ideal or not ideal for buyers of your product? Which geographic I can't talk today. Which <laughs> <laughs> geographic locations are ideal or not ideal for your product? And are companies that sell to businesses better than companies that sell to consumers? So those are actually questions to find your ideal buyer. And as I said, it focuses on the larger picture. But today we're gonna to talk about buyer persona because those words are used so interchangeable, ideal buyer, buyer persona. But actually a buyer persona is a little bit different because it actually drills down into the details of that ideal buyer. So this actually leads you to discovering that your ideal buyer is made up of multiple buyer personas. You might. Mm-hmm. You know, um, your ideal buyer might be the VP, or they might be the marketer, or they might be the head of sales. Mm -hmm. So really knowing those buyer personas can help you just uh, target your messaging a little bit better, and just bring all your sales team together, your marketing message together to all kind of speak that language of the buyer that you're going after. So Ashley, could you give us again the definition of what a buyer persona is, and why after you discover who your ideal buyer is, you should be dis- concerned about discovering that persona? I talked about it a little <laughs> bit, but I think there's just a lot to say here about that.
2: Yeah. So your ideal or ideal buyer, like Sarah said, is like the big picture who. Um, like, what would be like the best case scenario that maybe brings you the biggest profit and then brings the biggest benefit to the customer? Yeah, definitely. Now, when we talk about buyer persona, that's a lot more detailed and nitty gritty. We're really diving deep into like the details of this specific person. Yeah. Um. So usually, I guess to define it, the buyer persona is usually a research-based, detailed description of um. A, a, your ideal customer. Right,
0: yeah. So, so it's like a fictional character correct. that you're saying, our ideal buyer mm-hmm. is John. He's head of
2: sales, yep. blah, blah, blah. This is mm-hmm. what he likes. And yeah, so like Sarah said, dive deep into the details. So some a good example of some, and maybe puts things into perspective too, is what are your buyers fears challenges what do they want out of a product how do they make decisions um, and all of those keys will help you target like specific messaging to them
0: right I can see like this would be great for not only your sales who are maybe out in the field Mm -hmm. but it would also kind of maybe trickle down to maybe what your website content is what your social media messaging is
2: and sometimes I feel like this Uh, creating like a fictional character like exercise feels kind of silly or strange to a lot of people but it's super important to help really like focus and talk directly one-on-one as if you're talking to one person Um, that helps build trust really quickly and therefore like makes that buying decision a lot easier well yeah it does and actually i was just talking
0: with a client about this we were looking at their website and talking about how we were going to change that and she's like has our team ever even done a buyer persona or ideal buyer? And I'm like, well, it's been a while. It probably needs to be revisited because mm-hmm. those can change and adapt. And, and um, she's like, when I read through this content, I'm not even sure who we're talking to. Yeah. It's like, that's so true. So this is very impactful for all layers mm-hmm. of your messaging, I believe. Yeah. So, Alex, how do we actually go about creating a buyer persona? Like Ashley said, it can feel a little silly to kind of sit down and map this out, even though it's super important. Do we need to start with multiple buyer personas or just one? Or Can you help us with that? <laughs> uh,
1: so let's keep it simple off of, off of the get-go. Um, what we're going to do is we're just going to start with one buyer persona. Um, so think about maybe, maybe who your best client is right now. Um, and basically jot down notes, literally anything and everything that you know about them, right? Um, even down to the smallest details. Uh, so let's let's say for example you are a small lumber yard, you're based in Michigan maybe, um, what you're gonna do is you're gonna think about the people that come in your door most often or the people that pick up the or you're, you're, you're answering the phone for um, and think about their, their demographics, details about their business, how often they're coming in, what kind of things they're looking for, what kind of questions that they ask. Um, when are they picking up materials? What, uh, what, what, what sort of areas of the store do they seem to gravitate towards? Um, all of these kinds of things can kind of help you um, develop this, this, this persona.
0: Right, and I think, like you said, it goes back to look at that ideal buyer. So maybe the ideal buyer for this fictional lumberyard is a, um, a pro, a construction pro, yep. a builder. Let's just narrow it down even more. So what is this builder? Who is he? Um, like you said, what does he gravitate when he comes in? Does is your ideal buyer, is he interested in Boise Cascade lumber versus um, another one? I, I, names are escaping me right now. So listing all those out and maybe even the reason why he likes that certain type of lumber um, are all make up that buyer persona. But then not all, only his like buying preferences, but he himself, Look, like, is he the president of the company? Is he own the company? Do, you know, those type of things.
1: Right. Does do the contractors that stop in are they driving Ford versus Chevy?
0: Exactly, <laughs> like all little things that mm-hmm. that you want to know. So Ashley, we're tossed around a lot here. Like write this down, write that down. <laughs> but
2: where exactly do we start, and what do we ask? <laughs> yeah, so we recommend like these six top like questions. Um, Or, not really questions, but like buckets of questions. Right. Always starting with personal info. So, like we said, like general demographics, their age, their gender, location, maybe their income, level of education. Those are all great questions to ask, and usually, um, I would say, is very important across the board. Right. Um, Some other categories would be, like I mentioned, goals and values. So, uh, what is their career goal? What would they ultimately like to do with their career? yeah, what drives their decision-making process. Um, another category would be professional info, so like their, simply their job title, um, the name of the company, the size of the company, um, things like that. And some of these cross over actually to um, ideal buyer as well, right. so you might already have a lot of this information. Um, sources of information, so how do, they, how do they read the news? Is that on social media? Do they still read the paper? Does it come through on their email? Right, I would imagine
0: that would totally help your marketing department to oh, yeah. know where to and where focus. Do you even communicate. Exactly, yeah. like maybe they aren't on social, like you said. Maybe they still read a good old newspaper. <laughs> so exactly. obviously, maybe not social media is for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. Um, so the last two challenges and pain points. This one I think is super important. Um, it really can help you like get into the mindset yeah. of this person and um, think about how to come, you know, approach the situation or approach the sale, yeah. um, and, and level with them um, on like a human-to-human
1: uh, it, interaction. If, if you're on the, the receiving side of this marketing material and you see that they understand the questions or the the, the concerns that you have, maybe even better than they have them themselves. Yeah of course they're gonna trust you.
0: Right, and it may not just be challenges and pain points that they have that Mm -hmm. are in regards to your product. I would think go very broad with that scope and what are their challenges and pain points overall Mm -hmm. as, going back to the lumber example, as the builder who owns his own company, what are his challenges and pain points? Is it hiring people? Well, maybe you can host some type of, you know the mm-hmm. language that talks about that or well, information yeah. or the, keeping up on that topic.
1: Going back to our example of the lumber yard in Michigan, maybe it's something, Right, doing some sort of like short seminar yeah. on labor shortage in Michigan or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's some sort of tip on home building or- no, building Home building foundation. in the winter. <laughs> in the winter, exactly. Do you
0: call your crew in when it's negative below or not? That is probably a crucial topic right now for builders. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> if
1: you can't tell, we just went through the polar vortex. <laughs> so, uh, We're uh, still uh, a
2: little so about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, finally, I think, uh, really important aspect to this buyer persona are their um, objections to the sale and the role in the purchase process. So why might they not want this um, product? Can you address that before they address it? Well yeah, or why might they go someplace else to buy it versus you? Exactly. And a very important part is are they the decision maker in this sale? Are you communicating to the right person? You might have convinced, you know, like the like associate position, right? But the guy not who just the picks ones. up the materials, <laughs> correct? They're not the one making the the physical like financial transaction. Exactly.
1: I think that's a that's a really good one to think about. There is like just because that you just because you have something to sell, I, I think that's something that people often don't think about is that because you have it that people will come. Like yeah. not always is it the yeah. right product for the right person.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So true. Alex, what are some resources out there that, I mean, because there's tons of it, and we want to be helpful, and I know it can just be like, all right, so am I just supposed to figure this stuff out, out the top of my head, like write this down, or is there some type of like resources out there that can kinda help you, guide you through this?
1: <laughs> uh, sure, well, funny you <laughs> ask. Uh, we have our own template that you can download and use. Yay! <laughs> I'm super so proud of this. Can you tell guys, we yeah. just finished
0: like redoing ours and it looks super slick, so y'all have it to check does. that out.
1: <laughs> so I'm sure it'll be uh, available in the show notes? Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Excellent. Um, and then, the, of course, there, if, if you Google pers- buyer personas, there, there is a lot of great content out there that can help you. Um, HubSpot has some good stuff. Digital Marketer has some good stuff. Um, you can take a little bit of each one and kind of put together your, your <laughs> right, perfect right. one. Right, <laughs> And if you just
0: want to sit down with your team and just talk about Dave, who's the, the favorite customer of y'all and what he likes, then that's perfectly fine, too. You don't have to use a resource. <laughs> but it can be helpful for a good jumping off point as well
1: yeah exactly I think a lot of these ones are they're just helpful on just getting started
0: exactly yeah and just like I mentioned just how I was recently talking with the client and she was actually gonna pull her sales guys who I'm sure were like oh yay!" about right. doing a buyer persona yeah. thing mm-hmm. but she's like we totally need to do this so we can have like a focus on our messaging to them and you know it just helps everybody across the board when you're trying to figure out who you're talking to and how you can target that information to them. Um, So we want to know, have you identified not only your ideal buyer, like we talked about in episode 35, but also your buyer personas? If yes, how did that have a trickle down effect to how you, you present your marketing message? to the outside world connect with us on social media at 21 handshake and let us know and stay tuned next week as we talk about the customer journey and touch points your business can do to meet your ideal buyers in the journey and hopefully we'll be coming live from vegas so if you're listening and you are part of the building industry we hope to see you out at ibs the international Builders show so definitely uh, drop us a line on social media so we can meet up Did you love this episode? Yes? Then please rate us five stars and share it with friends.
1: Until next time.